What's up, everybody? This is Ryan Massey, and you're listening to the Ryan Massey Experience. Took a week off last week, had to study for my real estate exam, which went real good. So if you happen to be looking to buy or sell a house, holler at your boy. As you know, this podcast is not intended to be serious in any way, shape, or form. But I do feel like I need to comment on what's been going on in America, man, because it's, it's so sad. And it's not an isolated incident. It's just a pattern that needs to stop. And I have the smallest of small platforms here. I mean, there might be a few hundred folks that, that listen to this. But I mean, if I don't say anything, then perhaps I'm part of the problem. What happened to George Floyd is an absolute atrocity. I mean, I have no clue what it's like to be black in America. I've never been discriminated a day against a day in my life. And I want to be part of the solution. Systemic racism is a massive problem in our country. It's apparent now more than ever, man. And, you know, I really tried to sit down and think about what I can do from a personal standpoint. I know there's a ton of things to do, but there's two things that I can definitely do. And one of those is to raise my kids to love everybody and not just say it, obviously lead by example, but I want them to truly understand just how fortunate they are and what African-Americans and other people of color have gone through in our country for way too long. And the second thing is just to call out racism and bigotry when, when I see it. I mean, we got to hold each other accountable and I can pledge to all my friends of color that I'll, I'll continue to do this because enough is, has been enough. I mean, I mean, how many times is this going to continue happening before we have change here in America? Moving on to the day's show, there's one topic of discussion. It's the Premier League. The Premier League, as you know, I'm a big fan of soccer. It comes back next week. So what I've done is is created basically a, a list of, of teams uh, alongside my friend Dan Turner. And we're just comparing them to American teams so that it gives you a chance to, to get involved when it starts back here before other starts, sports start to come back. So without further ado... Hey, Google, call Dan Turner. Turner, what's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on, Massey? Ah, not a whole lot, man. Just uh, looking forward to to getting some sports back, man. How about you? Yeah, same here. Been uh, been watching some German soccer, but that's about it. So looking forward to some of the major leagues picking back up. Absolutely, man. Well, I'm glad to have you on, man. It's uh, This is a segment that I really have been looking forward to doing. Um, but a quick intro, man. So you and I met spring break 2008 or 9. I don't completely remember. God, um, has it been that long? I think it has, man. I, because it was the year before we won the national championship. So I would assume 2009. Uh, <laughs> It would have been your senior year. I stayed for an extra year just to make sure we won the, the natty. I think. I don't know. I, 
I assume that's how you measure all major life events, pre-national championship, post-national championship. Exactly. (laughs) I would hope you do the same. Uh, But I was thinking, man, like, it's odd that we're good friends because I'm, I went to Auburn, you went to Alabama, I'm a Liverpool fan, you're a Man United fan, so I don't know. We both have a degree in communication. Maybe that's what brought it all together. We're both communication nerds. Well, and it's funny too, I was thinking about this when you reached out about doing the podcast. We've probably hung out in person maybe 10 times, so really yeah. really not that many times. No, you're exactly right, uh, but I'll always remember the uh, the Man U Liverpool game we went on. That's probably spring break. I don't remember a lot, if I'm being honest, <laughs> but uh, and I really don't remember much after the Liverpool game, but I do remember being there. It was a hell of a time, man. Um, but real quick, before we get into the soccer stuff, so you work for a company that sells tickets to like sporting events and concerts and stuff like that. Give us like a, a thousand foot view of what that's going to look like in the next couple months. Yeah, it's really interesting. I think with everything going on with COVID-19 and, uh, you know, all the stuff surrounding that, no one really knows. And that's what's been the big challenge. So what a lot of teams and venues are doing in the meantime is they're trying to come up with contingency plans for, okay, let's say 25% of the stadium can be filled. What does that look like? Row one, we can have, you know, people in seats one through six. Row two, we can have them in 17 to 20. So stadiums and teams are starting to look at ways that they can bring the fans in at a limited capacity while retaining the social distancing requirements. And then things like concession stands being ordered on your phone, entry time set before the game, section 102 comes in at five o'clock, section 103 comes in at 515. So there's a lot of stuff going into that. But what's going to be the big challenge is how many people actually want to go to those events and yeah. who feels safe, who gets the tickets. If I'm a team with 75% capacity with season ticket holders, which 25% get to go to a game? So those are a lot of questions being asked. Hopefully we can get some fans into the stadiums this year. I think that's what yeah. everyone's hoping for and some type of return to normalcy. Yeah. Well, that's a great segue because return to normalcy at least looks a little bit like I've been watching the German football, like you said, or soccer, and it, there's no fans there. That's what the Premier League is going to look like. So, and and we're not going to have any sport except for these for a little bit. I know the NBA said they're starting back up, but really the whole point of this is just to give people, you know, if you're not a soccer fan, this will give you a chance to learn a little bit about some of the teams. We're going to compare them to teams here in the states. Now I've got college and professional teams. Do you have? Both of those? I've got a wide mix across okay. all sporting types. All right, cool. Well, so this will give you some insight. This will be, you know, if, you, if you're not a fan, like I said, it'll give you a chance to watch and maybe pick a team to root for. I, that's what it's all about. Once you pick a team, I feel like it's all good. So you're a United fan. I'm a Liverpool fan. How did you become a United fan? Yeah, great question. So I think like most U.S. soccer fans of our generation – I got into it a little bit later than most of the kids coming up today. I played soccer when I was five or six, but really was just waiting to start playing baseball and football. And so when I graduated high school in 2006, it was the World Cup in Germany, I believe. 
and started watching the English national team, all of their games, fell in love, love with a couple of their players. Wayne Rooney, I instantly fell in love with, and I was like, yeah. man, this guy's awesome. I love watching him. How can I start watching this on a more regular basis? And at that time, 2006, 2007, pretty much all throughout college, there weren't a lot of games on TV. Right. So Fox be, Soccer Channel. Yeah, exactly. So we'd be hunting down, you know, Champions League games. Every once in a while, they would throw a major EPL game on. But United was one of the few teams that got press coverage in the yeah. U.S. And so that's what really got me ingrained with them. Started learning more about the history. Like you said, I started following them on a weekly basis. Kind of became an addiction. And since so many other people weren't involved with soccer, it kind of felt like a little bit of a, a niche for me and some of my buddies who were also yeah. getting into it at the time. I love it, man. That's uh, I hate that you're a United fan, but I'm glad you're <laughs> a fan of the game. But all right, so let's dig into this. So here's kind of how this is how I hope it goes. We're probably gonna get off track, but we're gonna start at the bottom of the table. There's a few teams we've excluded because nobody gives a shit about these teams. Um, but we'll start kind of at the bottom of the current table. We'll, we'll get our way to the top where my Liverpool is. Um, and I'll try to alternate. So I'll, I'll, I'll go first, and then you'll go first. We'll see how it goes. But let's start with West Ham. Who is your comparable to West Ham? So starting at the bottom of the table, it gets a little shaky for me, but my West Ham comparison would be the Buffalo Bills. Okay. I, I say that because West Ham, their, their mascot is the Hammers. Pretty easy mascot to come up with mm-hmm. when you're West Ham. Buffalo, it's an huh. industrial town has that kind of connection and then what really made me go this route i don't know if you ever watched the movie green street hooligans i love that movie yeah so uh elijah wood he's joins this hooligan community they happen to be west ham united supporters and throughout the whole movie it's about them getting into fistfights being crazy fans which of course made me draw the comparison to bill's mafia jumping through tables going crazy that's That's well done that's Bill's Mafia to it. That, well done. Okay, good one to start. All right, so mine's similar. I went with the Redskins. Okay. Okay, so they're in London. They're in the capital. They're an absolute mess. I mean, they've always got new managers. They're always bringing in new players. But but like you said, they got great support. There's tons of Redskins fans. In Charlotte, before we had the Panthers, everyone was either a Falcons or a Redskins fan. So you got all these fans everywhere. Um, and they have great rivalries. I mean, you got the Eagles, the Giants, the Cowboys. So I, I, for me... The Redskins are the fit there. So well, we'll go. We'll move up. Let's go to Southampton. So here's my Southampton. I went with the Florida Marlins. So they have all these amazing players, and they just leave. <laughs> and they go to, like, the Yankees or the Dodgers or whatever the case may be. It's the same thing. I mean, they've had Sadio Mane, uh, Virgil van Dyke both went to Liverpool. So that's where I got the Marlins from. Who do you have for Southampton? That's that's great. Great comparison there. Mine, I really wanted to go with the New Orleans Saints because Southampton's nickname's the Saints. So it was yeah. a little, little too easy, and the Saints are outperformed Southampton for sure. Yeah. I was thinking Tampa Bay. So okay. I probably just stayed in the same division, but thinking about it, every season they kind of have that hope where you're like, Southampton, could they could this be the year that they challenge for a place in Europe? Are they gonna finish top of you know mid midway through the table? And then they always finish near the bottom half. Yeah. So that's look down and they're in 16th. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or maybe they start out hot, win their first few games, just like the Bucks, and then all of a yep. sudden, nope, their season's Jameis, over. And, and Jameis Winston is the quarterback still. And, <laughs> uh, except for not even, that may change very soon. But I love it. All right. Who do you got for Newcastle? 
So Newcastle United, this one, I went with the New York Knicks. Okay. They were once a storied franchise. And I, yep. I had to do some research on this because, you know, I came late to soccer. But hearing about Alan Shearer and Newcastle United being such yep. a, a dominant force throughout the 80s and 90s, now they're kind of fighting to stay relevant, very similar to the New York Knicks. Both teams okay. are looking for new ownership. Newcastle yep. apparently might sell to uh, Bin Salman from Saudi That's Arabia. Yeah. Who knows? Of course, every Knicks fan wants uh, wants Dolan to sell the team. So that's yes. kind of where I went with that one. Even as, as not a Knicks fan, I want him to – it's better when the Knicks are good. Agreed. But Okay, so I'll, I'm similar route. Not much to explain. I went with the Cleveland Browns. Um, it's an old club. They've got ancient history. I mean, they won the, the Super Bowl before it was the Super Bowl. Newcastle hasn't won a title in years and years. Great fans. Blue-collar town. I mean, there's a lot of similarities. I think we're, we're both close on that. Yep. A lot of chaos going on, which brings me to Everton. <laughs> so here's who I have for Everton. I've got the Jets. So Everton is in Liverpool. So they have to watch us win the cha- all these titles. We get all these good players, kind of like the Giants typically do, although maybe not so much recently. But and they're always just kind of a mess. So I went with the Jets. Who do you have? I like it. I went with the Tennessee Titans. And okay. my reasoning for that, best summed up by the Jeff Fisher area, era. <laughs> uh, you know, every year, maybe they could be good, maybe they could be bad, but more than likely, they're going to go 8-8. Eight and eight, And yep. they're, they're not going to do much, not make much noise in the league. The one caveat I will say about Everton, they have signed a lot of Americans over the years, so I'll always That's have a, good a, point. a soft spot for them there. Okay. I like that. And I, they're... You're looking, they'll be in sixth, and then you'll look like a month later, and they're in 16th. Exactly. How did that happen? That's All right, I like the Titans pick. All right, who you got for Palace? Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace, this was a tough one for me. Don't know much about the team. Uh, I have one buddy who, surprisingly, is a huge Crystal Palace fan. Not sure how that happened. I went with the Washington Wizards. I went with the the Capitol theme. Crystal Palace is in London. Washington Wizards are in D.C., kind of forget that they're both in the league have some decent players i would say for both teams being relevant is kind of their goal yeah okay so here's uh, this is a stretch but i went with texas a&m football okay so so like you said they're in the capital i would consider texas kind of the capital of football college football maybe alabama but at some point in time it's been texas and you don't want to go play there like, they suck on the road, although they did beat Alabama a couple times with Johnny football, but I won't go there. Uh, but you don't want to go face them at home. Because you might, I mean, you might lose. There's a good chance you might lose, even if you're a top team. So, I don't know. Uh, that one might be a little off, but. I, I think surprising for both of us was how high Crystal Palace is on the table right now. Did not yeah, expect I, to I see them on this list. So. Well, they're right behind their two London rivals. Exactly. Uh, these are these are fun. Okay, so now we're getting to the fun part. So Arsenal. Uh, I'll go. Fi- so I've got the Spurs. I, this is weird because I have Spurs, but and that's their rival. But I've got the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, I think it's perfect because not so long ago they dominated the league. I mean, they went undefeated like 15 years ago, which is very hard to do. As Liverpool, you saw this year, almost did. Uh, they've got an all-time great manager, even though he's no longer there. Arsene Wagner, 
Um, I mean, he's kind of similar to Pop with the media, and he also has a fascination with French players, although he is actually French. <laughs> but Pop and Tony Parker and, and all these these foreign players. So I went with the Spurs. Who do you have? I, I love the French connection there. I stayed in the <laughs> stayed in the NBA. I went with the Houston Rockets. So okay, that's why I had it first. <laughs> so my reasoning behind that, uh, they both have really good history. So the Invincibles that you mentioned for Arsenal, they went the entire season without losing a game. Uh, I thought about the back-to-back titles for the Rockets in the 1990s. Of course, that was without MJ, but regardless, back-to-back, pretty impressive. Yeah. I was also thinking they both have really good individual players if you look at their current rosters. Yep. Yep. So Westbrook and Harden, both former MVPs on the same team. How does that happen? Who knows? You look at Arsenal, they have Ozil, Aubameyang, Lacazette. You expect them to be much higher in the table than they are right now. Yeah. Uh, But both, again, kind of a storied team, storied franchise, have really good players. Neither team really plays defense, the Rockets or Arsenal. So that's that's how I made the connection. I love, okay. The last point is, it's key. (laughs) Uh, All right, who do you have for Tottenham? For Tottenham. So I just have a quick caveat about Tottenham. I feel like out of any of my American soccer fans, Tottenham is by far and away the most liked team. And yeah. the reason I think that, I don't know if it's the same for you, I think they're kind of like the vanilla, vanilla ice cream for U.S. soccer fans. You want to pick someone who can compete, who's on TV, yeah. who is relevant, always kind of near the top of the table, but you don't want to tr- pick a traditional top four powerhouse. And so, okay. so that's kind of, I think, the justification for why so many people are Tottenham fans. But I would say my comparison is the L.A. Clippers. So, okay. <laughs> so they're L.A. Clippers, very good team. Historically not the greatest, but they play second fiddle to the L.A. Lakers, similar yeah. to how Tottenham plays second fiddle to Chelsea and Arsenal. Okay. They're both kind of trendy teams new in popularity if you were to pick a new nba team and you didn't want to pick the lakers you didn't want to pick the celtics you could look at the clippers and say okay this is a team i like yeah okay that makes total so i went the total opposite of the spectrum though and so i went with the packers okay and the reason why is i their star player harry kane who's the best striker in the league in my opinion is he's Aaron Rodgers. He's the best striker, and they pretty much give him almost no help. Uh, I mean, they've got some good players, but you got Christian Eriksen's wanting to leave the team. Uh, you got, I mean, who on earth would want to live in Green Bay? I, I don't know. I, I would want to live in London. But so you got people wanting to leave, and it's iconic, like you said. You know, everybody kind of knows them. They're like, I mean, they, I get where you're coming from. With the Clippers, you don't want to pick up a top team, but I don't know, man. I, I, they've, they've won some stuff. It's been years and years and years. That's where I landed. You know, I almost went with Georgia football, <laughs> uh, but I landed with the Packers. Okay. So hopefully that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. So Sheff- this is probably one of my favorite ones, though. So Sheffield United, which is they're in the table. They're pretty high. So I went with Appalachian State football. <laughs> which is, which, now that's regional. I mean, that's that's home to me. But, I mean, think about it. They're, they're hanging with the big boys. Uh, they're new to the league. They're already competing with top teams. Uh, it's incredible what they've done. I mean, it's it's App State football. App, App came in Division One and is winning their conference. They go up to Michigan and beat Michigan. I mean, that, to me, that's exactly who Sheffield is. Who would you go with? 
Yeah, that's a great answer. I went with a specific team from a specific season, the Jacksonville Jaguars from 2017-2018. They, okay. They came in yep. going into that season. I don't think anyone expected the Jaguars no to be in the AFC Championship competing with the Patriots. Very similar to Sheffield United. They were just promoted yeah. this year. I think everyone expected them to be fighting relegation, finishing, you know, bottom half, definitely bottom three of right. the table. And they're in what now, fifth or sixth? So I, I it's, they're competing for a Champions League spot. I mean, it's incredible. It's very impressive. And so for that reason, I was just thinking, what other team came in with no expectations and actually made it pretty high? So the Jags yeah. from that AFC that's, Championship that's team. That's a good one. Well done. All right, who you got for Wolverhampton? So Wolves, this one was a tricky one for me. And the reason I went with Iowa football or even basketball, okay. <laughs> I think naturally just the color scheme, black and white, drew me to them. But then also Wolves, you look at them and you never know, are they going to be top of the table? Are they going to be bottom of the table? You don't expect them to be competing for a championship. Very similar to, similar to Iowa in the Big Ten. Yeah. Eh, they might compete in the West, but you don't expect them to go to the Rose Bowl or anything like that. Wolves, great team. They they hang around the Premier League, but aside from that, not a whole lot to, to draw your attention. Yeah. Okay, well, mine's similar, I guess. Yeah, well, not the teams aren't similar, but the reasoning is. So I went with the Portland Trailblazers. Okay. And the reason why is they're the best team you've never seen play. Uh, I mean, you'll look up and they're beating City, but then they go and lose to the five teams that we're not even doing because they're not relevant. So... <laughs> And, and and they've they've got some great attacking players. I mean, Dame, McCollum, they've got some strikers. Jimenez is great. Traore um, will just bowl you over. And he's a beast. Past you, he's awesome. Exactly. He, yeah. So I, I went with the Trailblazers. Did you know? I may get this stat completely wrong, but I read this the other day. The trio of Brandon Roy, Greg Oden, and um, uh, who's the third guy? Maybe it was wasn't Lillard. Anyway, they went 60 or I think it was 60 and 12 together. No, they went 50 and 12 in 62 games. Greg Oden. Like, I, that has nothing to do with this, but that just shocked me. <laughs> that was a, a great, great team for a while, those, uh, yeah, the Brandon Roy Blazers teams. Well, that's perfect because Greg Oden is a great segue to Man United. Uh, just old and outdated and, and nobody cares about them are we this far down on the table ouch we, we... <laughs> <laughs> all right so I'll, I'll go first and then i'll let you take it away with them can't wait so I, it's i feel like this is easy i mean the yankees uh you know united they can go out and buy whoever they want but they also have a great farm system i mean david beckham gigs shoals i mean the, the names go on and on and on of the people they've brought up um which is the same with the yankees i mean jeter if I correct me if I'm wrong, but did he not come up in the farm system? I believe he's so, like but I could... one of the best players ever. Um, so I mean, and, and they're popular. They're, everybody knows who they are. They're always on TV. Everywhere you go, somebody's got a United jersey on. So that's why I went with the Yankees. I definitely understand that comparison. I don't hate it. I went with Alabama football. Believe it or I, not, I had a feeling you would. <laughs> so the reason I went with that. I think we could all agree Sir Alex Ferguson is the greatest club coach of all time. Very similar to Alabama football, has Nick Saban and Bear Bryant, two of the greatest college football coaches of all okay. time. They have both had long histories of success, depending on how you're looking at the rankings 
or who's doing the poll. Alabama has the most national championships and SEC titles. Man United has the most domestic titles as well. We're, we're, we're going to catch you guys very shortly, but continue. Yeah, there was... I'm very glad the EPL is coming back, but there was a small part of my heart that was hoping it would be canceled just so Liverpool couldn't couldn't claim the title <laughs> this year. <laughs> well, we're going to win it next year too, but okay. That, I had a feeling you might do that, but it, it's true. I, I wish I could argue the point, but it's that's, that's a very good comparison. And one last point about that. They both have iconic stadiums. So Old Trafford is one of the yeah. biggest stadiums in, I think, all of Europe. Definitely in, yeah. in London. And then Bryant Denny, of course, is is huge and awesome to attend a game. Now, let me ask you this. I, I don't know the history as well for United as you do. Do they claim titles even if they didn't win? Give me an example. Are you just <laughs> okay. fun? No, we're, we're running out of time here. We'll <laughs> keep going. All right, so Chelsea. Who do you have for Chelsea? Chelsea. This one was kind of tough for me as well. I went with the Brooklyn Nets. Now, when you look okay. at their success on the court or on the field, this doesn't really hold water, but here's why I went this way. They both have rich Russian owners. They're able to attract top star players as of last year for the Nets. But even a few years back, they traded for KG, Paul Pierce. They were on the team, and now Kyrie and Kevin Durant are both on the squad. You look at some of the players that Chelsea has bought over the years. You have Didier Drogba, Eden Hazard, now Christian Pulisic. Yep. Being one Fernando Torres. Fernando Torres, like these top top players from around the world. And then they're both in major cities. So London and New York City. Not only that, yeah. but Chelsea is like the most, I think they call it posh area of London. New York, yeah. you have Brooklyn, which is one of the most trendy spots right now. And then I did a little bit of research for this one to, to make it stick, but Brooklyn has had seven coaches in the last 10 years. And Ch- oh, oh my God, Chelsea, that's a great point. Chelsea, do you want to take a guess? Let's last uh, last ten years. How many managers? I'm gonna say ten. Ten, ten for ten. So is that right? Yeah. So <laughs> wow. if that gives you any indication about the turnover at the top, yeah, that's perfect, man. Um, well, I, I picked a team for pretty much the same reasons. Um, I picked the LA Dodgers. Millionaire, I think he bought the team for like two and a half billion dollars. Uh, I mean, he's also got like Magic Johnson on there. So, I mean, it's it's posh, like you said. I mean, it's L.A. Um, I mean, it's where all the stars are. They've got a different manager, it seems like, every year. And they have the same color scheme. So, I mean, that... That fits? That made it fit. That, that put the, the cherry on the top for me. But I like yours, too. That was, that was a good one. So, this is an odd one, man. So, Leicester City is the be- maybe this is a Portland Trailblazer slightly the best team you've never seen play but for me I went with the Washington Nationals for Leicester City they were at the bottom the Nationals were and all of a sudden they, they win the World Series so Leicester Leicester is an, an incredible story if you if you're not a fan of the Premier League and you want to find a team that's like an underdog this is the team to pick they're in third right now and they were literally in like the fourth division of soccer and work their way up. So that's that's why I gave them the Nationals. And I know Bryce Harper was not on the team when they won the championship, but him and Jamie Vardy are literally the same person. So I, that's why I went with the Nationals. Who do you have? The same person personality-wise, or what? what's the connection? I think so. Like, explosive, like, yes, they don't give a damn what you think. They're always in the media. 
Um, I love Jimmy. Jimmy Vardy is one of my favorite players in the league. It's 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 a Vardy party every time he scores. <laughs> and Bryce Harper, like, you're gonna get the bat flip. He's gonna charge the mound. He's explosive. I, they're, they're very similar personalities. When Vardy runs to the opposing fans and six years out, I just that's great. Love yeah, it. It's so great. Yeah. Um, so I like that. That was a good one for me. I went with again a specific season, the Kansas City Royals from their World Series win in 2015. Okay. And for the same That's reason, Leicester City won the championship in 2015, 2016. At the beginning of the season, they were a 5,000 to one underdog or odds to win the EPL, which is, yeah, it's it's crazy that that happened. Something else I looked at, their payroll that season that they won the title was 54 million, I guess it would have been pounds. So 54 million pounds, which is quite a bit of money. But then looking at who finished second, Manchester City, they had one player, Kevin De Bruyne, who cost 54 million pounds alone. That's insane. So when you start looking at the money that they spent and somehow the way they were able to assemble that team, put them together, and go all the way for a title, it's it's incredible. Yeah. No, that's that's perfect, man. That's well done on that one. Okay, well then, that's actually perfect because with City, I kind of did the same thing. I'll, I'll go first here. I'll let you go Liverpool first. Um so I did a season, which this current season for City, they're the Clippers of this season. Their rival is the more successful team. The Lakers obviously are more successful than the Clippers, but they've got the millionaire or billionaire owner, Steve Ballmer. City is is been beyond wealthy for the past few years. I mean, they bought all these players. Same same with the Clippers. I mean, Kawhi came in, Paul George. It's the exact same thing that City has done, um, and. Th- they really didn't have a lot of fans before they got wealthy and before they got good. So I just feel like there's a comparison there. They also have a celebrity coach, Doc Rivers, Pep. Um, I just I feel like it's a perfect fit for for this particular Clippers team. I like it. I like it. So for me, I went with the Oregon Ducks football. Okay. And the reason I almost I almost did the same thing. The reason <laughs> I went with that is when you think of traditional football powerhouses, Oregon is not up there at least it's not for me so thinking right. that man city is now a newer team to the upper echelon of european soccer that's why i went with that and oregon doesn't have an owner like you mentioned man city got purchased ton of oil well they got the nike they, guy. but they, exactly they have phil knight who is just pumping them full of cash all new uniforms yep. uh, they both take ris- risks with the uniforms the pink lemonade yep. uniforms for man city Awful. seem to uh, <laughs> come to mind for me and then the other reason I went with this is both teams kind of reshaped the way that the game is played. So Pep came yeah. in, his possession style of soccer, it really changed the way that uh, English soccer is played. Chip Kelly came in, ran up tempo, not, no huddle attack, which you see most of the teams in college running now. So that's why I went with Oregon. Okay, that's that's beautiful. All right, so the last one is my team I'll let you go first Liverpool who's in first place about to to win the league so for me Liverpool this was a really tough one I I couldn't think off the top of my head nothing really stuck out at me so I went went with the San Francisco 49ers the reason I went with the 49ers historically they are a dominant team just like Liverpool throughout the years they're one of the top English clubs and one of the top European clubs and so for that when you start thinking about the 49ers throughout the 80s and into the early 90s, they were one of the most dominant teams. Liverpool won six titles in the 80s. The last was 89. 
49ers yes. won five titles from 81 to 94. And while both have come close, Liverpool, that famous Stevie G slip, hate to remind you of that, Ryan, but yes. they finished second quite a few times. The 49ers have come close, made it to two Super Bowls recently, but couldn't yep. quite get over it. And then this one might be a little bit of a stretch, but more for fun. When you start thinking about star players, Jimmy Garoppolo, what a smile. Can you think of who I'm thinking of for Bobby? Bobby for me, Absolutely. No, what a smile. <laughs> that is perfect. Okay. The cherry on the icing on the cake. I love it. That's a good one, man. That I didn't even think about that, and I struggled with this too, honestly. Um, but I went with this is it's similar. I went with the Chiefs. Okay. Uh, and again, one of the most historic teams. But man, we fell in some dark times recently. Um, when I really got into it, we were seventh, eighth in the in the table for the, for a couple years, um, which was a, a bummer. But um, you know, we're, we're back on top now, just like the Chiefs. You know, we're the shiny new object. We've got the explosive offense, Pat Mahomes, Tyreek Hill. We've got Mane, Firmino, as you mentioned, Salah. And then, you know, we've got some studs all over the field, essentially. Um, and, and probably the, the real thing that sticks out as well is the Chiefs and, uh, and Liverpool, the two most lovable coaches in the league. Nobody hates Jurgen Klopp. Do you hate Jurgen Klopp? I hate how much I love Jurgen Klopp. He is. He's, okay, there you he's go. He's great. He's Andy Reid. I mean, everyone in the NFL loves Andy Reid. Speaks volumes about him. Um, I just I, the comparison between them two alone is is really um, the one that got me. But I mean, the clubs are very similar. Both red as well. Um, so there's a lot of similarities. I like it. So that's the Premier League, man. Hopefully, this gave people an idea of, of who to root for uh, when it starts back up on the 17th. It was fun, man. I hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully this gives people insight. Um, I mean, I've been looking forward to doing this for a while, and I, I really appreciate you joining yeah, me. Yeah, I love listening to the podcast, so thanks so much for having me on. All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Sounds okay? good. All right, buddy. All right. That's our show today. Hope everyone enjoyed that. I hope you learned something about the Premier League, which come ba- comes back on the 17th. Feel free to reach out. I-, I love doing these comparisons to U.S. teams. Would love to hear y'all's feedback or who you've got for each team. Of course, don't forget to follow the gram at rmasspod. If you still don't want to give soccer a shot, that's okay. We've got a great show next week. It has nothing to do with soccer. This has been the Ryan Massey Experience. I've been Ryan Massey, and here's a tune to get your weekend started. Hey, Google, play something off of my playlist, Dope Shit. Oh, hi. Welcome back to Kiss. Um, follow your dreams. Yeah. Wanna get a mansion, a jacuzzi, a theater to watch my movies, couple whips and lots of fancy things, the kids they call the goonies, see the future, crystal ball, mirror, mirror hanging on the wall, who the flies, white boy, you're the mall, got your girlfriend screening all the calls, she bubbling, we fucking and you cuddling, like baby, where the fuck you been, I wanna tell you she in love with him, so, so, we ain't saying nothing, you could probably tell she bluffing, cause she kissed you with the mouth, she gave me head with Go to bed, you interrogate that bitch like you the fed. So she said.
fucking rad, yeah. Just let me get inside, yeah. I can take you higher if you hit this vaporizer. I got that dope dick, I be a supplier. You grabbing all my sheets and hitting notes like you Mariah. Obsessed with me, undress a freak on ecstasy. I'm out and then she texting me like, what you doing next week, next week? Don't be mad at your girl, I don't cut anything in.